Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 20, verse 3, and Proverbs 29, verse 23. It is to one's honor to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to quarrel. Pride brings a person low, but the lowly in spirit gain honor. We've been reflecting on the many facets of pride, and today the Kellers combine two proverbs as a great way to think about the fruit of pride. The Kellers provide us a deep contrast between the foolish and the wise, the proud and the humble. The Hebrew word for pride in this proverb is gava, and it is rooted in the meaning to be high, roaring. And likewise, the Hebrew word for honor is kabod, and it means importance, heaviness, distinction. Pride is self-imposed honor, and that is foolishness. Honor is antithetical to the Hebrew word for fool, which means stupidity. Pride is the opposite of lowly in spirit or humble. The lowly spirit gains honor not by demanding it, not by fighting for it, not by expecting it, but simply by remaining humble. And the prideful person is brought low or humiliated by the very act of pride. A prideful person, I mean, we know it, we see it, is completely unaware. For example, that she lifts herself up and roars herself, proclaims her self-importance, is she is being brought low as she does this in the eyes of others, actually appearing as a fool. And fools seem compelled to stick their nose into other people's business. They meddle. A prideful person seems incapable of listening. They they talk nonstop. It's only a matter of time for the conversation to turn into a quarrel. A fool, we're told in this proverb, is quick to quarrel, to break out, to release a flood of dissent, controversy, argument, and disagreement. And pride leads us to clash with others in this way. Pride makes, it, makes us foolish. Pride fights for honor, but honor is only given to the humble. James 3.14 says, If you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't boast and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without pretense. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who cultivate peace. So you see, there's a difference between the wise, the humble, and the foolish and proud. Now, it's expected that we're going to have disagreements with people from time to time, Really, when you think about how each one of us is so distinct and different, how each one of us comes with a very different set of personality traits, life experiences, knowledge, and emotions, it's no wonder that we could have relationships with one another, that we don't have conflict nonstop. The reality is conflict is inevitable in the context of relationships, but it is not the existence of conflict that we're being warned about here. These proverbs are warning us about the foolishness of stirring up conflict, as well as overreacting when conflict happens. Today's proverb warns us that foolishness 
is being a quarrelsome person, a person who's always seeking arguments or easily starts arguments. And it also warns us about displaying anger in a split second. It warns us not to be hot-tempered because that too is foolishness. Now, Jim and I have been married 18 years, almost 18 years actually, in a couple of weeks. And it's been a while since we've had a big argument, but I have to say the first five years, hoo-wee, they were, they were rough. And we had some challenges. And mostly, as I look back, it's because we were both hot-tempered and we were less aware of our prideful hearts. Now, one day, our quarreling got so bad that you know, we fought over something really tiny. You know how it is. And it just got blown out of control. And we ended up going to different rooms. And I went to our bedroom, and there I was crying out to God, Lord God, you have to help me love this man the way that you love him. And as I was praying, God sort of put in my heart and invited me to humble myself and essentially to be lowly in spirit and be the one to ask for forgiveness, be the one to uh, repent. And um, I didn't want to do that. I was like, oh, yeah, no, thank you. And I remember just having this moment of like, yeah, I, there's, why would I do that? I, I'm the one who was wronged here. Well, somehow in my little grumbling to the Lord, I sensed the Lord saying, didn't you just ask me to help you love the way that I love? This is how I do it. So in conviction, I decided, okay, I'm going to go. Well, but here's the thing. I sensed three things were being told to me to go and do. One was to go downstairs and say, I'm sorry. Two was to do it on my knees. And three was to do it on my knees with my hand on his knee. Now, oh, I told you, I'm a bit of a hot-tempered one, and I did not like that at all. One thing to say I'm sorry, another to get on your knees, and a third, goodness, to touch him while I'm angry and frustrated and not happy with him. It was such a vulnerable act, and it was so unlike the way I thought. I completely thought it to be a word from the Lord. And so I decided to be obedient because, frankly, at that point, I had really nowhere else to go. Our argument was just going to continue to grow. And I'd been there, done that, and I was just tired of it. So I decided to do it. And as I'm walking over to where he was sitting, I have to tell you, it was like walking at the La Brea Tarpets all over through the tar. And my feet were so heavy. And I'm walking, stomping my feet all the way down there in just total agony and um, fighting my will and my um, pride. But I made it to the room. And when I walked in, Jim's eyes were pretty big. He's like, whoa, there comes the hot Puerto Rican. uh, And she's going to let me have it because I'd done it in the past. But this time I walked up to him. I got on my knees. I put my hand on his knee and looked at him gently with my eyes and said, I'm sorry. That moment changed a lot for us. You see, when I listened to the Lord and did as he asked me to, to be lowly, to be humble, to ask for forgiveness, to repent for my part, to put myself down, not, not, because, not because I did something wrong per se, but because to seek peace. That's what Jesus did. Philippians 2, we're told that Jesus, being in equal nature to God, made himself nothing. To do what? To save us. And we're told to take on the very nature of Jesus. And that's, I think, what he called me to do. And it changed our relationship forever. Now, when Jim and I get into an argument, honestly, we both go to God first. 
And as we do, usually God will open up in our hearts areas where we need to work on. If I think he's being prideful, it's a pretty good chance when I go talk to God, he's going to show me how I'm being prideful or how I'm, how I'm being selfish or whatever, or unreasonable. I feel like my conversations with God guide me. And so instead of going and picking a fight, I actually can go in our relationship and bring peace. And so today I want to pray for us that we would be people that seek peace throughout the day, that we would be those who would not be quick to anger, and that, frankly, when we do, we would look deep in our hearts and acknowledge that it is rooted in pride. Let us not walk in quarreling and jealousy. Let us walk lowly, humble, willing to make others greater than us, that we might bring peace, that we might bring unity where there is division, that we might bring honor to those who deserve it, we might bring glory to God. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you would, by the Holy Spirit, make us peacemakers. I pray that you would give us a willingness to be lowly in spirit, to slow down before we react, to be eager to bring peace instead of starting quarrels. We thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.